Check, 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 check it out. Um, check one, check two, two, two. Check one, two. Check. Mic one, mic one. We're having a lot of fun. <laughs> that was always my go-to. But there we go. So, huh. I guess, uh, we can get started. Five. Four, Four. three, two, one. And go! Hello world, is a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. A whole lot of love is what wow. we're We're back. <laughs> again. And better than ever. Better than guess ever. Guess who's back. Back again. Back tell again. a friend. Oh, happy hour. Yeah. Happy hour's back. Back again. Tell, tell a tell friend. All your friends. All your friends. Guess who's back. Oh, guess who's can back. I interject guess an M&M back. thing really fast? Yeah, yes. sure. Go for it. So, as some of you may know, uh-huh. um, there's a dog that lives in my net house. Her name is Luna, and she is white. And I've we taught know. her a trick. Yes. I don't know if the listeners know. Um, but I've taught her a trick that when I put my knee up and pat, um, and pat my knee. I say, "Will the real Slim Shady please stand up?" And she like <gasps> sits pretty on my knee. Ooh. Oh my god! <laughs> so fun! What an awesome <laughs> trick! That's I love good. it so much. That's pretty good, yeah. That's a good one. Yes. Thanks. Luna I'll try to get a video of it. Is a good dog. She's a great dog. She's a very good girl. Very Today good I got girl. home from the doctors, and she knew I didn't feel well, and she would not stop following me around the house until I laid down, and then she laid next to me. Mm. And every time I tried to get up, she growled until I lay down for a while. Good <laughs> She's a good nurse. <laughs> yeah. Good dog. Well, that being said, my name is David Ojay, and I'm at MetalDave01 on Twitter.com, and I'm joined, as always, by Beth. What up? I'm Beth. I'm at Liza underscore B-E-T-H-A-N on Twitter. And Veronica. What up? I'm Veronica. I'm at <laughs> C-H-I-L-E underscore Pepper on Twitter. And we're the yes. happy hour at happy hour on Twitter. Dat cam. Dat cam. Dat cam. And uh, that was as close to a Cartman as I could get. Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> it's really great because um, on uh, on the soccer team, thank God we have a guy named Kyle, and I just I mm. use that all the time. Oh, you must be relentless. Put your head up, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, square the pass, Kyle. That show, I'm sure Kyle's everywhere. Appreciate are not it. grateful. No, <laughs> I'm sure they appreciate all the rue the day, they rue the day, all the Kyles. All and the, all the Kennys. And all the Kennys. Yeah. But there we are. Um, so this week, much like last week, and much <laughs> like the weeks up until preseason, or until... As, uh, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? As has been noted many times prior, we have had activity in September, <laughs> which is two months away. Uh, so... A lack of Habs news. We have one thing that happened of significance. And it was, um, I, Bergevin said it was going to get done, and then he got it done. And this is in yeah. regards to Monsieur Houdon. Charles Houdon was signed to a one-year, one-way contract uh, for $800,000, just a little bit over league minimum. And so... One year, one way. So one way, that means um, if he plays in Laval, he'll be making 800K, essentially, yeah. which is, uh, yeah. that's the whole that's the whole stipulation between one way and two way. Two way being you're paid an NHL level contract, depending on what the contract is. But in the AHL, you have a different money amount that you're making. One way, yeah. Houdon's making 800 grand. And this is, without a doubt, I would imagine, the last hurrah for Charles. Yeah. So put up or shut up. Charles point, Loudon. That's right. I have I have faith in him. I like him. I do too. Have a soft mm -hmm. spot for him. Mm -hmm. I've I've been on record on this podcast previously as saying that I see him as a hab for life. <laughs> At the time, it's like really shortly thereafter, he just never played a game again. But um, damn it. No. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Um, but 
no, I, I'm I'm interested to see what he's going to do, and let's let's see him live up to all of the promise that fans who saw him in the AHL promised mm-hmm. and from he, this player. Mm-hmm. And he was a force uh, in the and the AHL with the ice exactly. caps, without a doubt. Um, I would be super happy to see him as a top six guy in Laval. Without a doubt, yeah. especially yeah. with all the kiddos he's going to be playing with because he was so good uh, for St. John's, and I don't think he ever played in Laval. I don't remember him being in a Rocket jersey. No, I don't think so. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm at, Yeah, we'll see. Maybe he needs just a little bit of tutelage from a UL. Yeah. Monsieur Bouchard, perhaps. But, um, yeah, aside from that, though, I mean – Houdon, he has his work cut out for him. Uh, you got to look at the crop that's coming up. I mean, would you play Houdon or Suzuki, right? Hello. Hello. Not much of a contest there, I would imagine. Uh, same thing, because uh, Houdon, he plays, uh, he's a winger for the most part. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, he's mm-hmm. definitely a winger, so that's a Suzuki thing. But it just with all the all the prospects coming up, and we've spoke about them ad infinitum. Or ad nauseum, or however it is. Ad infinitum. Ad infinitum. Is That's it? Right. In... It is infinitum. It's, it's infinitum, David. Infinitum. Okay, well, listen. But you say it however you need to say it. All right. We support you. I have a pass on pronouncing things incorrectly in English. I cannot be shit on for mispronouncing no. Latin. No. Especially when it's. You just uh, asked. I did. Especially when it's medieval Latin, or rather church Latin, and not Augustine. So, oh, God. Stipulations. Latin. That's what it is. Yeah. But also Latin, you say how it's spelled. Yeah. Right. I just know church Latin, though, because of my mm-hmm. lifetime of choir. There are no oh. J's in Augustine Latin. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's all I's, and that's how you are supposed to pronounce it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, ad infinitum. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Charles, I mean, as and we were on the record saying this in previous episodes, too. When training camp hits, look out, because that's going to be like the Super Bowl of training camps. Oh, I yes. don't think I like I haven't been this amped for a training camp ever. No, me neither. I was excited about last year because looking forward to watching Yesperi Kotkaniemi. Right, likewise. But, like, holy shit. Yeah, there's even more now going on. Yeah. So. It's like a buffet. It is. It's like a buffet. It's like a buffet. Like in Las <laughs> a Vegas. A Jimmy Buffett? It's like a Jimmy Buffett. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Imagine if they have Jimmy Buffett playing a concert at the... Okay, I'm done. Um, yeah, no. So, okay, no, 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 please, nope. no, hard pass. Um, <laughs> and yeah, as said, that was like the only uh, big news to come out of uh, the Habs organization. Aside from that, um, what what news comes? Uh, there was uh, sending uh, the organization over to New Brunswick, where the Habs are going to be playing at the Craft uh, Hockeyville. Yeah, uh, and that's really cool. I was actually Yuppie was there. Yuppie was there was. doing all sorts of Yuppie things, mm-hmm. backflipping on trampolines, meeting yes. kids, and was Gallagher there? That I don't know. I do not I'd... recall. That's funny. I read the freaking thing too. I don't remember if he was actually there. <laughs> I doubt it. New Brunswick. Yeah. Yeah, New Brunswick. That's like as far as you can get from BC. That's a strange yeah. province. Uh, sorry to uh, New Brunswick listeners. I cannot. It's on my bucket list. Yeah, me too. Now I might. I see. Yeah. I, as soon as the whole thing for Craft Hockeyville came up, I was like, I wonder how far it is to drive. I think yes. it's quite a drive for me. Uh, eight, ten hours perhaps to get to New Brunswick from New York. Easy. And never mind Holy wherever. Shit. And never mind wherever the town is. Yeah. Uh, well, it looks mm. really picturesque. Yes, it does. And and charming. Very and anybody that beautific. I know from New Brunswick, is just like a solid human being. Mm-hmm. They're all good people. And yeah, I've never been to any of the Maritimes. And need to do that. 
are, and this is me uh, flaunting uh, my ignorance, Scottish uh-huh. Canadians. Scottish Canadians in New Brunswick? Yeah. Maybe. Predominantly? I don't know. I don't know. I hope somebody I don't know. will I just, uh, I was correct about us. I didn't do. Hmm. What was that, Beth? I was thinking about, it makes me think of Brunswick stew whenever I hear about New Brunswick. Even though Brunswick stew is from down here. Hmm. Is it? Yeah, it must be because I have not yeah. heard of it. <gasps> I feel like you would really like it. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a soup. Um, so you can make it with either pork or chicken or both. If you Ooh. do it with pork, it's usually pulled. And then there's Ooh. tomatoes and lima beans and onions oh, and my God. corn. I'm so hungry. It's so good. Wow. Oh. Wow. Um, if you go to the very deep, if you go to the rural places, it will have squirrel in it. Um, I've never eaten it with squirrel in it. Wait, what? Um, whoa, 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 whoa. No, I'm Yes. Okay. Squirrel? Squirrel? Like a garden variety? Yes, like a hunted squirrel. But I get it, but. I not, like, you don't get to get that at a restaurant. It's at somebody I, if you go to somebody's house in like right. the middle of Kentucky. I, okay. All so right. New Brunswick. So yeah, so New Brunswick has lovely a lovely national people. park Very and lovely people. Yeah. Fundy National Park of Canada. Ooh. There's a waterfall. Whoa. Yeah. Ooh. And campsites and mm. hiking and biking trails and even a golf course. No kidding. Let's go. Nice. Yeah. Road trip. Now, I like to think I grew up in a rural part of New York, in particular Greene County, New York, which is the poorest state in the poorest county in the state or second most, but whatever. Um, never have I heard an instance of households eating squirrels in any way. So I'm coming back to this because I'm. But a, you're not. But I don't know. Maybe it's a southern thing. I don't know. Like Brunswick stew is definitely a southern thing. Like there's fights between like three different states over where it came from. What? Um, yeah. Like it's like Virginia, North Carolina, and I think Kentucky is the third one. Um, hmm. To be fair, Wikipedia <laughs> says. <laughs> listen to this. All right. Ingredients. Squirrel. Recipes for Brunswick stew vary <laughs> greatly, but it is usually a tomato-based stew containing various types of lima beans slash butter beans, corn, okra, and other vegetables, and one or more types of meat. Hmm. Claims regarding authentic preparation call for squirrel, comma, rabbit, or possum meat. But chicken no. is most commonly used in modern versions. Oh, chicken. Yeah. I worked at a place that did it with pork and chicken. Um, and I had a guy come in one time from you mean another they state. Did and use he squirrel? No, because that's illegal. <laughs> um, it's illegal? Is it huh? Is squirrel protected? What? I just, is I just think like it's on? not like. No, no, no. I think it's just like not like you're not allowed to sell it in a restaurant because I don't think there's a way oh, to get right, it right, that's right. like structured. That's like. Oh. Like. Like uh, yeah, uh, FDA right regulator. Yeah, Regu- exactly regulator. Thank you. But yeah, I had the guy come in and he was really nice. He got the Brunswick stew and he's like, you know, it's really good. But but... I could really use some squirrel. Like oh he told me Lord. that to, to my face, and I was like, I'll pass it on to management, sir. <laughs> like I don't, we're not putting it's squirrel what it in says. our. I am yeah. just I'm baffled right now. I hear a lot of things out of out of Cairo where I grew up, and I've I've witnessed things. And this, for some reason, has just thrown me for a loop. What is the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? Um, oh, Christ. I grew up on stuff that I didn't know was weird. Like cow's tongue? That's not that bad. My grandfather used to eat that stuff out of a jar. I was was raised on cow's tongue. My grandfather actually was way into that, come to think of it. He'd go out of his way to find a jar of cow tongues, or sheep, (laughs) and sheep, too. And just eat it like pickled, right? I know. And my mom would tell us wow. that we were having cow's tongue. And we were like, awesome. Cow's tongue for supper. But I always thought it was kind of like a saying. And then I saw it at the butcher. And you were like, oh. And it's like, holy shit. <laughs> oh. Still kept on eating it, though. Yeah, that's okay. But Or I... brains. We used to, there used to be a chick, um, there used to be a gas station by my grandparents' house. One moment. Um, called the Red. Yes. Veronica just said brains. Yeah. Oh, I missed that part. 
sheep brains. It's just kind of like a side dish. It's uh, not like this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, like, I don't I'm like, I had family members that would go hunting and they'd eat the deer brain. Like, yeah. I wouldn't eat it, but. Okay. Make you smarter. Okay. I what? was raised as a spoiled child. <laughs> Apparently. Every. <laughs> what did you, you probably had the food, all the food I wanted, SpaghettiOs and all that shit. Nah, I mean, every once in a while, I grew up on cooked bologna, grilled cheese, eggs, bacon, and toast, and Skittles and Coke, and Dr. I think Pepper this explains eventually. a lot. And, We're um, learning a lot right now. Yeah, this is a, you know... We're any, an educational podcast. For any first-time <laughs> listeners of the Happy Hour, if you wanted to know about our eating habits, this is the episode to listen to, because I am shocked right now! <laughs> 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 um, a weird food. I can't think of like a food that'd be weird. That I like. Oh, okay, I have weird habits. I guess like whenever yeah. I would eat breakfast, uh, my go-to breakfast for the longest time as a kid was scrambled eggs, bacon, and toast. Super basic, right? So, and I'd always get the side eye from people whenever I would take my scrambled egg, put it on a piece of toast and eat it like that. That's how that's, I eat my scrambled eggs. That's super normal. Not yeah. according to people in Greene County, New York. They all <laughs> well, called, that's, they can mind their own damn They right. all called it yeah. a very Canadian thing. I was like, well, well that's where, where you get it from. That's so, right. So there's that. That's a weird habit. Um, Have you eaten anything weird as an adult, Dave? No. No? Oh, my go-to breakfast growing up. Growing up from a child Ooh. is something that's a new fad. Ooh. Like avocado people, toast. Avocado toast. And I, for the longest time, I would hear people say avocado toast. And I, I visualized a slice of bread that somehow was made out of avocado. Like I couldn't imagine what people were talking about. But Whoa. avocado on toast for breakfast every day is something that I've been doing my whole life. Well, now we know the secret, Veronica. <laughs> or tomatoes. I like tomatoes at breakfast. Okay, tomato toast is so sense. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn, what uh, else? I've eaten alligator before. A little fresh cheese and tomatoes mm. on toast. Mm. Yes. Die. So good. You yeah. ate crocodile? Alligator. Alligator. There, Sorry. There's a, there's, a, there's a festival here <laughs> called the Bayou Boogaloo. Oh, and... my God. Oh, my God. It sounds like <laughs> someone's fun. <laughs> There's food and music and dancing and all <gasps> sorts of stuff. And one of the foods there you can get, it's like every year, one of the foods you can get is alligator on stick. And I went one time with my aunt when I was a kid and I ate it and it was delicious. I'm not even going to lie. It, tastes, it tasted like chicken. Like, it's not exactly <laughs> like chicken, but it tasted a lot like chicken. I guess. The Bayou Boogaloo? Bayou Boogaloo, yes. Gotta go. Another habit that people I'm always adding side. it to my bucket list. There we go. Another <laughs> habit that people side eyed me for is I take too long spreading butter on my bread. You have to get to the edges. Every edge has to be covered. Exactly. I don't think I've had anything strange. Like I'm trying to think here. I have a very limited but... diet because I'm picky. Yes. Because you are, and we can. I don't even want to get into that aspect. And you know why? Because you were raised on uh, uh, grilled cheese sandwiches and 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 that other thing that you mentioned, and Skittles and Dr Pepper and cooked bologna. And cooked bologna. Yep. And every once in a while, my grandmother would make an excellent vegetable soup, which was essentially everything we had left put into Mm. uh, a broth that was pretty much made with a deer leg. Nice. Yep, that Delicious. was that was really good. My poor aunt has been attempting to recreate that soup all her life, and she just can't get <laughs> it because she's like thinking of the health aspect of it, and I'm like, aunt, no, no, it's like you flavor, think, flavor. Do you, think, do you think Grandma cared about that shit? <laughs> Estelle did not give a fuck about that. <laughs> Whenever she made mashed potatoes. A full fucking stick of blue bonnets going in there. And she's just yes! rocking it through. <laughs> Two sticks, I think, even. Two, come think of it. But just, yeah. When it came to health, fuck no. We're eating. No. That's it. Jesus. It's in well, the I mean, cupboard. your grandfather was there. working all the time, so he needed the calories. Every day of his life, he yeah, worked. You're not sacrificing flavor for yep. health. Yeah, no. Seriously. 
anyway, so mm-hmm. thanks for sticking around, listeners. Shaul Udon, congratulations yeah. on your new contract. <laughs> and Godspeed, because I want him to succeed, be it with the Habs yes. or in Laval. If he has a stint in Laval, I'm I going to try my yeah. hardest to catch a game uh, with him. I'm actually considering trying to get to the games in Cleveland, if I can. Because, Ohio? Yeah, yeah, in Ohio. Why? Because I've been to Cleveland before. And be like the first season, right? Yeah, it's the first season that they're actually playing out there too. It's just Ohio. Yeah, I know, I know. Believe me. Thank you, listeners from Ohio that listen. Um, Thank you. Cleveland we will rescue rocks. you soon. Yeah. <laughs> Cleveland rocks. <laughs> Cleveland. The reason I went there is because I have a friend, of course, that lives in Cleveland, and she's a bit of a goth. And this one time, I went to visit her, and for her birthday, we went to a legitimate goth nightclub and it was one of the craziest nights of my life <laughs> it was inc- it was fun. incredible <laughs> i was so happy but anyway um moving on from that jesus uh i mean we could talk about the player of the week <laughs> because after that we're probably just going to free ball it till the end wait oh, i have a little bit of a thing <laughs> yeah oh, so do yes. I. yeah yeah oh Please, ladies, take it away. Veronica, you, you first. first. Whoa! No, 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 you first, because I've got to find what I'm going to talk about. Okay. Beth, you have to go first. Bye. Okay, fine. <laughs> Bye. Fine. But not yet. But we're, um, we're still going. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I'm still here. You can't get rid of me that easily. Oh. Um, what? Go. Y- y- oh, sorry. <laughs> um, Cole Fonstad is not going to... The um, the World Junior Showcase this summer um, that was revealed yesterday because he re- sustained an injury during the end of his um, his season. Uh, well, d- regular season, he still played through playoffs, but it's still affecting him, and so he is going to have to miss the showcase. Um, but we still have. Yes. Shane McShane, Jordan Harris, Perfect. Cole Caulfield, Jacob Olifson. Um, oh, the, yeah, those they will be there. At, but uh, Matthias Norlander and Jaden Struble are also out due to injuries. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> it's uh, worth it uh, to go just for Olifson and uh, Caulfield, I would imagine. Oh, my God. Yeah. And this yeah. is uh, the showcase in the Michigan in Michigan in the town Mi- that we <laughs> mentioned we- before. Plymouth, Plymouth, Michigan. Oh my lord! Plymouth, Michigan, that does Plymouth. not have a rock, which makes it no. the better Plymouth. Better Plymouth. <laughs> Your boat will be safe there. Oh, and for people who don't realize, Shane McShane is a joke. Uh, Alan McShane <laughs> is his real name. I don't know anyone's name. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it, it's like, whatever. Shane McShane. It was like ten Shane. episodes ago where I was like, "Who the hell is Shane McShane? Is that his name?" No, it's incorrect. Do not listen to me oh, for anything, David. No. <laughs> just a bunch. This of, is not where you come. First. Just a bunch of cooked baloney and fucking okay. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Sheep brains. Uh, so no, so Cole Ca- uh, Caulfield and which Olafson is it? Because we got two in the system. Uh, Jacob. Is he our... He's Swedish. He's was, Swedish. Was he our um, draft pick this yeah. year, or was he the trade that we got? Uh, last year? I think it was last year. Oh, was he, like, the one that didn't play? Oh, because on, he was looking. injured. Jordan. The only thing that I remember is because this year, um, Betty uh, Kotkaniemi said something about, and I think it was even before the... <clears throat> The game with the Canucks because he was talking about Peterson. Yeah. And he said, like, in the pregame, which was unfortunate because he said, I hate sweets. Uh, and uh. he just, like, he deadpanned it. And um, and so somebody said on Twitter later, ooh, it's going to be awkward when he meets Jacob Olofsson. Mm. Wait, who hates sweets? I'm sorry. I was Googling. Sweet baby eagle. Oh. That's fun. I am all and for a Scandinavian show. So am I. Olafson was drafted last year. And to all of our listeners year. in Sweden who yep. 
we have listeners in Sweden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We love you guys. We and love so you. And so does the sweet baby eagle deep down. He's um, just making a joke. That's right. Skull. So calm down. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever yep. you guys do. Um, okay, so the Olsen I was talking about was Gustav Ho- Olsen, yeah. who he acquired for Ooh. William Bitten, unfortunately. Because yeah. Bitten was, From the a, wild. was a touted person. And, of course, yeah, Gustav, Gustav was injured at some point. And I don't recall what his status is now, because I didn't even look it up. <laughs> Gustav? Yeah. So which Olafsson, do we have them both? Yes. Do we have them both? Jacob, we drafted last year, 56 overall, um, and he is currently still playing in Sweden. Yeah. Is he a lefty? Is that why He's a center. Oh, wow. Holy (gasps) Christ. See, okay. That's all we have. He does shoot left, yes, but he is a center. Well, I mean, for defense. No, he's not a defenseman. I think that was the other one. Gustav Olsen. I got him. Cool. Get him. No, he's also a centerman. No. No, he's defensive. Sorry, Google's wrong. Well, he's a left-handed defenseman, which was why one of the reasons why we got him at the time was like, well, left's looking bad, even though this was back in last year. Uh, Will Bitten, yeah, well, that's the thing, because Will Bitten, man, he was a, he's a hell of a player, so getting Gustav Olofsson was like, oh, man, this guy better perform decently, gets injured, and we're like, fuck! So now... Yeah, any news on him, I don't know. Yeah, he played two games for the Rocket, tallied one assist, and got injured the next game or something. So there it is. So hopefully he's also at camp and we can see what he can actually do. Yes. Yeah, Yeah. wow. Gustav, he was uh, picked a 46th overall. So that's a second round, almost third round guy, I think. Second round in 2013 by the Wild. Okay. So yeah, there's that. So, cool. what else we got, Beth? It was just the uh, showcase? It was just that, yeah. I was looking for news, and that's okay. all I found today. Well, everyone in uh, Plymouth, Michigan? Yes. Yep. Enjoy it. Have a great time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure tickets are cheap and beer's not. <clears throat> no. No. What did and you it's... have, Veronica? And... Um, so, yesterday, when... I mentioned something about the happy hour recording today on Twitter. Oh. Not that we're recording on Twitter. I mentioned yesterday on Twitter that the happy hour was going to record today. And one of our listeners at Dom Unique, and the I is a number, the numeral one in his name. He says, hey, you know, what time are you guys going to record? Because I'm going to write something tomorrow. And I said, well, link me. Yeah. And he, he sent a link today. And it's just like... You know, like, if you're, especially in the dog days, and I get it, like, here we are recording a podcast about the Habs in the dog days, so Mm -hmm. I do understand Mm -hmm. when you're talking about the Habs on Twitter, a lot of people have got to dig really deep because there hasn't been any news to talk about or anything, you know, sort of interesting to... To dig into. And so when they do, when people do end up talking about the Habs, because there aren't new topics to talk about, they just, they're sitting there bitching and moaning about ancient history. And I came across a couple of conversations like that today. And I'm just like, I roll, go outside, go outside, go, go get some fresh air, you know, walk a dog. That is, that is good. Right. Go for a swim. Mm-hmm. Just back away from the Twitter, right? But mm-hmm. so then this guy sends me his um, article for a winning habit, which is like, I guess it's like the Habs page on Fan Sided. And it's the title of it is The Retool is Pushing the Montreal Canadians in the Right Direction. Wholesome. And at the end of the day, wholesome. But at the end of the day, those are the facts, folks. That is it. No yep, speculation. You can go back three years ago and get angry about something that made you make, made you hate Mark Bergevin. Or you can write a nice little article that's fact, fact-based and leaves people thinking, huh, you know, the future is bright and kind of leaves you with a nice feeling. And then you can just go on with the rest of your day. So 
I'm, I'm, I'll, I will link it after the podcast, but there's like just a couple of passages in here, <clears throat> you know, talking about, he does talk about the past. Uh, he goes briefly into the past. Uh, the 2017-18 season was a mess and it seemed like everything that could go wrong did go wrong. After an off season of change, we were met with low expectations low expectations that our boys blew to smithereens living leaving most Habs fans ecstatic for what the future may hold um starting and then he, with yeah. Kotkaniemi starting with Kotkaniemi mm-hmm. and the Max Domi trade mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right yep and then um so then he ends it with not to like give it away but youngsters like nick suzuki ryan paling cole caulfield alex romanov kaden primo and josh brooks josh brook to name a few are at the top of the habs prospect pool and the top a prospect canada's uh, apparently uh yeah uh, <laughs> the top of the leagues mm-hmm. right um this is a massive reason to be excited about the future and it's like yes in an age where there's a lot of reality going on in the world right now, this is actually another bit of reality that we have to look forward to and be excited about. So it, it, I just thought it was really nice. And um, I shattered him out on Twitter today and I told him that I mentioned it on the podcast and I will link it later as well, That's which right. I did already actually quote tweet it today. But anyway, thanks a lot, Dominique. Much appreciated. Think. Yeah, Dom yeah. Unique. Thank you, buddy. Dom Unique. Dom Unique. Number one, the numeral one. With the <laughs> I is a one. Yes. Yeah. Alpha numeric, as we say. Correct. In, uh, things. In cool. everyday life. Mm-hmm. Not everyday life. No, I, I don't, don't really think. No, no. No. I hear it all the time at work. So. Hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. It sounds like a coder. Yeah, it's a programming kind of. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. There we go. So, with that... Yeah. Uh, we do have a player to talk about. Oh, who is it? I wanted to mention something. Oh my god, do it! You know, um, Club 1909? Yes! Yeah. Love Club 1909 <laughs> so much. I have to give a shout-out. Before you get going, Veronica, I'm going to interject my own thoughts on this topic. So, no, uh, just a big uh, merci beaucoup to uh, Sarah, who sent me a picture of a recent order I got together. And she was saying uh, that she was just putting it together and she doesn't know too many David Ojas in New York. And I was like, oh my god, that's me! So... (laughs) That was very cool. I was happy about that. And I think Club 1909 is so much fun. And just the stuff you can get is a lot, you know, it's just, it's fun. God damn it. Enjoy it's it. Fun. Get points and do stuff. I mean, the one of the cheapest things that you can get is $15 off Tricolor uh, on any online order. Worth it. Right? Just, just do it. Just yeah. Do it. It's fun. Yeah. Do it. All right. So, sorry. I just Veronica. wish they would let me get my emails in English. You, what? You don't? No. I don't. I think I, I, when you I, sign up. Yeah. Mm-mm. Nope. They've. I've always sent me everything in French. <laughs> that's that's kind of cool though. I don't know how to change it, <laughs> but I can't read it. <laughs> My French isn't that good. That's. But I love them. Bizarre. Yeah. You'll yeah. get better and better. Yeah. That's yeah. how that works. Club nineteen oh nine rewards. Mine's in English. Immersion. So I never really. I signed up to be like a Club nineteen oh nine member or whatever, like just like the basic membership. Um, when it was first introduced right. and I've had the app on my phone, but I use it to look up news and schedules and all of that stuff. And I, up until last year, I never did anything with the points because I kind of didn't understand the points. Mm-hmm. And so then when I did mm-hmm. understand the points, I'm like, Oh my God, that's the code. I go to my app. I put it in. I get five points every day. It, it took me a while to even figure out <laughs> that um, you get points every game and you can play games and you can do quizzes and all that stuff. But then when the season was over, I just went, okay, well, that's over. 
And I didn't realize that they were still put, putting out daily codes. Mm-hmm. And even then, because even then, at, by the end of the season, I had like whatever it was, 2,000 points or something, you know, paltry. But um, I also, it was in the back of my mind that you lose those points, right? right? And then when the season starts anew, you start anew. Right. So then I thought, okay. And then I think it was with you, Dave, that I was talking in like June mm-hmm. where you said, no, 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 Club 1909 is ongoing. And I was like, shit, now I missed out on like two months of fucking whatever, five points a day. Right. And then I got the email from them saying also the points don't expire anymore. That's right. So the more you know, PSA Yay. out there, everybody, if you didn't get that email. The points yep, don't yep. expire anymore. Mm-hmm. And you can get some really cool stuff if you have enough points. For the longest yeah. time, uh, when when a season would go on and when the points would reset to zero, or, you know, they'd give you, like, a bonus uh, depending on how many you got the season prior. So, like, you could you could get yourselves, like, yourself a, a game-worn jersey for, like... Holy shit! 40,000 points or something like that, right? And it's, like, impossible to get that many unless you hit the jackpot with, like, their, their like, 10,000-point giveaway or something like that. Or what, what whatever it is. I don't recall. But, like, to get that many points, you'd have to read every single article that the Habs have ever written. You'd have to <laughs> nail every single quiz every time. You have to do the predictor and get everything right all – I mean – you have to yes. be committed, and those that get it, God bless you, because I couldn't do that stuff. You know, Veronica, you were saying you got, like, 2,000 points over the course of the season. I got, like, around, because I subscribe to all of the, if if Max Domi scores a point, you get a point. Uh, if Carey Price makes a save, you get a point. Uh, all that stuff. I subscribe right. to everything that they do, and I think, like, at the end of the season, I had around, like, 20,000 points or something like that. Not enough for a game-used jersey, and come August, they would reset. So usually what I would do, I, yeah. would, I would take that mountain of points and just get, like, the freaking uh, discounts all the time. Also, the Tricolor uh, discounts do not expire ever. So just get them and stockpile them. And I think Sweet. You might have to use one per order, though, so keep that in mind. Right. I don't know. Maybe. I, I don't okay. recall. Regardless. Probably. Irregardless. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Mm-mm. nope, Mm-mm. wrong, wrong, Mm-mm. wrong, regardless. David Michelle. So, uh, with that in mind. <laughs> I just wanted to mention that. And also, Habs, I'm just update your app. Make it better. Yeah, it's a little mer- Yeah. Mer- mm, and it's a little bit dated now. Yeah, a little and bit. And I want it to go landscape mode. Yeah, wouldn't that be a like thing? that would Yeah. And also I don't have to wouldn't have to log in every single every time. time. God. Damn if only they it. had somebody to work on it. Dave is available. Wait, Dave David is Are you under contract? Are you under contract? Are you under contract? Well with the state. Yeah. It's not even a contract. I could go anytime i guess but <laughs> anyway uh no but club 1909's fun i had an extra thing to mention about that but i forgot which is too bad oh well so is that it for we'll you, you okay. a second to think about it no 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 it's okay it, it would take too many seconds okay. <laughs> when i when i don't remember something i just it it's gone forever oh until tomorrow right yeah as it usually goes. But was that it for Club 1909 That's for you, it. Veronica? Cool. That's it. I'm out. That's cool. I'm fresh out. No worries. Because now I think we can talk about our player of the week. Yeah. Yay. So we're starting to run out of uh, the mainstream core <laughs> players since we've been doing this since uh, the offseason started. But now we are moving on to one Jordan Wheel. Hold on. I'm sorry. Is there a dinosaur at somebody's house? Oh, uh, no, there's some, I think there's a contractor, like, uh, cutting wood or something outside. Oh, okay. Perfect. Does it sound like a saw? A little, a, a little bit. Saw? Yeah. No, okay. Like, yeah, that's it's not what like it super is. Loud. It's not a it pterodactyl. Like there's a small dinosaur just chilling, running around your house with Lucky or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, I'm really jealous. It's a circular saw. Okay. That makes sense. 
So, Jordan Wheel, who has not been signed by the Habs yet, and okay, let's talk about that for a second. I do not understand the signing joke with Jordan Wheel. I think, I think the joke is uh, when you say, oh my God, how come he hasn't signed Wheel? Then people come back and say, no, he signed. It's making people go, no, you know, come back and respond and correct you. And then the, I, I guess the humorous part is insisting that that's not true. Hmm. I see. I thought it was that he went unsigned for so long. Like, well, not so long, but like people like wanted him signed or expected him to be signed sooner than he was, like before the season was up. Maybe. And mm. then, and also like the his signing, I feel like it wasn't. It was somehow like I missed it. I it was like in. It was in May April. Or it, was, April it was. It was. Yeah. It was the very end of April. It's the twenty sixth. I only know that because it's up on my phone. But, um... What did you it say? Was, I only know that because it's up on my phone. I don't know. <laughs> I think because I, I, I sleep with my phone. <laughs> I mean, I do because I hold it. But, um... I, I missed it. I didn't realize until last month that he'd been signed. Um, so it somehow flew under the radar a little bit. And so I think that's the joke is just... People wanted him signed, like, basically right when he got here. After his first game. And then it took a minute for that to happen. Right. Oh. Is that? I guess that's really If funny. we're wrong, please tell us. Is this supposed us? to be funny? I think it, I don't know. It's quite slapstick. Ha 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 Jordan Wheel, <laughs> he's not signed. The Benny Hill theme. <laughs> How ridiculous is that? Yes, he is. <laughs> no, you're wrong. Ha 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 ha. I don't know. <laughs> uh... So, Jordan Wheel is signed by the Montreal Canadiens. He's the real deal. As he is the real deal, Mr. Wheel. Um, mm. So, drafted by the Kings in 2010, third round, 70th overall, uh, Jordan Wheel had an impressive WHL career with the Regina Pats. Uh, Regina. Is it? I fucking hate that. Oh, see, that's another English-Latin thing. <laughs> right there. Hard What geez. did you say? I said Regina. Regina. <laughs> <laughs> It's Regina, like the lady part. Well, in Latin, Regina <laughs> is a queen. That's true. As opposed to a rex. In Spanish, it's Regina. Well, that's just something else, isn't it? <laughs> Ain't it? So, in the WHL with the Regina Pats, um, he played 282 games, and he amounted 385 points. That's a wow. good career in the WHL. Yeah. Certainly better than a 70th overall pick, one would imagine. Mm -hmm. uh, from the WHL, of course, he moved on to the AHL, playing with the Manchester Monarchs, who won the Calder Cup in 2015, with him being not being the playoff MVP. 19 games played and 22 points. Uh, that's pretty good. Again, for a third-round pick. Uh, later on, he's traded to the Flyers uh, along with a third. And this was interesting. So, from the Kings, uh, they package him and a third-round pick to the Kings for none other than... Um, no, to the Flyers. I'm sorry. So, from the Kings to the Flyers uh, <laughs> for a Vincent Lacavier and Luke Shen. And oh, those are some names. Vincent oh, Lecavier yeah. is a first overall pick from Lightning. His jersey's retired for them. And Luke Shen is the older brother of Braden Shen. So yeah. the Kings acquire those two guys. Uh, Wheel becomes a flyer. Doesn't have a great career in Philly. Uh, to the point that, I mean, he spends uh, four years with uh, the Flyers. And he, out of, let's see, over 100 games played, he... Netting himself around 30, maybe 40 points, if I'm doing the math right in my head, give or take. So, not a great season. Going from the WHL being more than a point-per-game player, AHL MVP, MVP playoff goes to the Flyers. He just loses it. Uh, for that, he is traded to Arizona. And uh, Philly, in that exchange, get Jacob Graves and a, a 2019 sixth-round pick. 
And in Arizona, he doesn't do that good. 19 games played for two points. Not awesome. Languishing in the desert. Languishing in the desert. And now Phil Kessel's going to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yup. It's bad. Yeah. But then... Why is there hockey in the desert? Anyway, okay, keep going. Yeah, well, it, okay. Austin Matthews, no hair. Okay, anyway, so... Um, <laughs> So, but, uh, so this was uh, this previous season, essentially. So the season that just ended, it was during this time. On February 25th, he is traded to Montreal for our Yay! beloved Michael Chaput. <laughs> Michael Chaput. Um, yeah, he was a weird player. Had flashes, brief flashes of brilliance. And the only thing I remember from Michael Chaput was a terrible play of his that led to... A evening uh, the in Boston that allowed them to tie the game, but the Habs won it in the end. But it didn't have to go that far. Yes, fans that did was... not let him off easy. No, that was that was a who. They still talk about that day. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I was watching that game. I was like, no. I remember you. I remember. I think at the time I was like, wow, that was a really bad play by Chapu, but let's see how he does later. And then he's traded. <laughs> so see you later, Chapu. And now, uh, so, but now here's the thing. Jordan Wheel was a marked improvement over Chapu. Yes. He was put on the line with Armia and Drouin when that was a thing. He was centering that line, I believe. Um, and he looked good. Smart player. I recall one of his first games was actually against the Kings, and him and Drouin were, like, on fire together. Read each other's plays very well. Of course, that didn't last for whatever reason, but regardless, he played on that line, and um, I forget if that line switched towards the end of the season, because it's the end of February he comes to the team. He only has a month and a half with the Habs. So, in 16 games played with the Habs, 10 points. Four goals, six assists. And that is way better than, you know, what the metrics were in the Flyers land. And it definitely, certainly with the Coyotes. So, Wheel was finding his game again with the Habs, which is good. I expect him to be at least a, well, let's see. If I was to throw money on it, I'd say he'd be at least a 30, perhaps a 40-point player depending on how things work out. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. 20 goals, maybe? Hmm. Maybe not. Mm. That's a bit... mm. 15. Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll give him that. Teens for the goals. That's cool. Yeah. One of those goals Mm. was in Winnipeg. Ooh. And I've mentioned it previously on Twitter, because it was... One of my more favorite calls of Bob Cole's this season. Bobby Cole. Remember in Winnipeg, the score was two to one Habs. Yeah. Sorry. What was the score? Oh. Two to one Habs. Oh, yes. So that's weird. (laughs) Okay. So I'm looking on MSN or MSN Sports. Mm hmm. And they're crediting the Yoel Armia goal in the first period to Winnipeg. Oh. That's why I got confused. How interesting. So Yoel Armia opened the scoring, assisted by Philippe Dano and Jordan Wheel. No kidding. And then in the next period, Dmitry Kulikov for Winnipeg, and then Jeff Petrie. Hey. Makes it two to one. No kidding. That must have been like, hey, we can keep Petrie on the team now. <laughs> this is <laughs> fucked. Okay, sorry for the language. I was going <gasps> to go this whole thing without swearing. Um, no, it wasn't Dimitri Kulikov. Fuck, fuck, fuck. He, he got a penalty. <laughs> so it was two to one halves in the final. It was two to, okay, sorry, whatever. Two to one in the last period. And... Jordan Wheel and Andrew Shaw in that final period, the Winnipeg net was empty. And uh, Dustin Bufflin, hey. who'd coughed up the puck a couple of times that game in a rather embarrassing fashion, did it again. Right, right. 
and Jordan Wheel and Andrew Shaw took off and just manhandled the other players or, or the Winnipeg players in their own zone. And Shaw just fought like a warrior to get that puck. And he passed it to Jordan Wheel, who was coming in flying. And it was actually, like, considering it was an empty net goal, it was a really nice shot. It was a nice snipe into the net. And Bob Cole said, Jordan Wheel seals the deal oh. in Winnipeg <laughs> tonight. <laughs> and I've never forgotten that because it was just like, yes. And when you go back and watch it, it's just like that last bit of Bob Cole makes it. Jordan Wheel. And he's from North Van. And a guy that I work with knows someone who works out at the same gym <laughs> as Jordan Wheel. That's... And I'm like, oh, my God, what gym? And he's like, <laughs> I'm not telling you. Oh. And I'm like, okay. Well, if she sees him, can she ask him if hmm. he will come on the happy hour? And he's like, no. God damn it. Well, what's even try. the point of having the <laughs> podcast at this point? <laughs> Freaking jerks. Uh, what are these days? Yeah, I know. I had always wanted to get Andrew Shaw on. He would be so fun. Oh, for sure. But now he's not a hand. Yeah. But he can come on anyway. Well, no. We'll As a to, former hand. We'll have to wait until he no. retires. As an alumnus. I said what yeah. I said. <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah. You say what you say. As one does. Every day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we have some time left. And I believe that we have a question from a yes! listener. One of our most ardent uh, <laughs> listener people who has come to our happy hour meet and greets and um, yes as when the season actually comes maybe we'll try to plan another one very of those. passionate fan very passionate yeah. fan very passionate about many things as one yes. ought to be she is love her zoe. yes she's wonderful zoe zoe who is that oscar bild now at Oscar Wilde. Now I'm going to do a little bit of editing magic right now and say that Zoe asked <laughs> us this question and play the clip. Hi guys, it's Zoe here. Uh, I agree with you guys that it doesn't feel like Bridgman is done for the summer, and I really hope he isn't. Frankly, it's been underwhelming. I'm not worried about next season, but I'm not particularly excited about it in terms of new stuff. So my question for you is: number one. What do you think he does next? Do you think it's a trade? Do you think it's a signing? And number two, do you think he's going to sign Jake Gardner? I would like to get him. I think he'd be a great addition to our defense. I think his benefits make up for his mistakes. I think we could really use his presence, but I wouldn't die if we didn't get him. So what do you guys think? So that's a good question. Uh, in general, I'm going to recap that. She asks about whether or not the Habs should make a play for Jake Gardner and... Uh, whether um, uh, 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 Bergevin is over, if he's done, yeah, if he's finished yeah. for, uh, you know, the the off season. Um, now, of course, uh, me coming into this, I'm looking at all the the numbers right now for Jake Gardner. I'm also trying to write down where we started. <laughs> where I gotta make this edit later. Okay, gotcha. So, okay. Um, Jake Gardner is a UFA right now, and I'm attempting just to see how much he's been getting paid, and that's going to be the main thing. So, he is like a $4 million player, and that's exactly about the amount of cash that the Habs have. I am skeptical to them picking up Jake Gardner. What's your rationale? Because that would put us right up against the cap, and that's not right. what Bergevin does. Granted, now, here's the other thing why people have been mentioning, uh, you know, he has to make a move at some point. The roster size at the moment is at 25. And, god damn it, if, again, that rule slips my mind where I think we can only have a max of 24 or 25 individuals on a team, or 23, actually, I thought... Yeah, so we're over we're over the roster limit, which means something has to happen. Yeah. Now, what happens? That's why I think something's going to happen. Yeah. 
which is to say, exactly, uh, move any one or two players, and that would give us the cap space to get Jake Gardner on as a UFA. We might have to pay him a little more, though, just given how UFAs work. Maybe toss him like $5 million instead or something. Um, would that be worth it? He seems like a decent defenseman to me. He does. He puts up sort of kind of Jeff Petrie numbers a little bit. Yeah, and he needs to get the fuck out of Toronto. Mm -hmm. But I mean, yeah. I don't know how, you know, if Montreal is that much better as far as a hockey market in that regard. But he, I, he seems to have caught a lot of slack. Oh, yeah. For performances in games seven of the playoffs. Well, when you're playing for a team like Toronto that's been cursed ever since yeah. the Cold War. Um, exactly. You know, what can you do? Yeah, what can you do? We, well, I mean, I, mean I don't. And we've talked about this in the past about how uh, Toronto, we, our of course, our pie-in-the-sky hope is that Toronto is pretty much a cesspool of rats and villainy. Um, because nobody wants to play there. Everybody looks miserable when they're playing until they yeah. score. They don't like each other. They hate each other. And that's our whole that's our whole shtick is that the, the locker room... <laughs> it's our brand. Yeah, the locker room isn't great <laughs> My brand. in Toronto. Uh, maybe Jake Gardner could use some fresh Montreal air. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's some good poutine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Mm -hmm. Learn a little French. Learn a little French. Hang out with yeah, Weber. On hang out with Shea Weber. Like, Cole Caulfield, when he was in the off-season talking about how badly he wanted to play, I don't think it was necessarily... I mean, part of it was, um, oh, my God, I just got drafted by, the, by an NHL team. I want to make the NHL. But also, it's like... Dude, I want to play hockey with Max Domi, with mm. Carey Price, with Shea Weber. Like, you talk about all these names, and at the time, no, Andrew Shaw was gone by then already, I think. Yeah, I think so. Um, but anyway, it's that kind of thing. Like, it's like that kind of, like, and you hear about the market and everything else. It's not, it's no longer uh, a place that you dread, I would think. Right. And that's a big accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think there's any. I mean, there, ugh, you'd have to make. I mean, you still dread it because the media is a nightmare, but that's just all part of it. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to be a professional athlete in a professional athlete city, deal with it. Yes. Mm -hmm. Sunglasses, deal with yeah. it. Yeah. Sunglasses. NCIS, deal with it. You'll be <laughs> fine. It's just words. Yeah, holy cow. God. Uh... Yeah. But yeah, so in that regard, I can, I, I really don't think they're going to make the move for Jake Gardner. But with that Unless also being said, other stuff. well, see, that's the thing now. I don't think Bergevin's done though. Something oh, no. has to move because we're, because Bergevin, for the past what seven, eight years, he's been GM. He's never pushed the limit of what a team can do because he always wants wiggle room. He always wants to have a backup plan. And that's paid dividends, though, for the, mm -hmm. the Habs in the past. Look at the drafting that we've been able to do. Um, people uh, on Twitter had, uh, uh, like, the worst and best of moves that he made so far. Prime example is getting Deneau for Fleischman and Weiss, and then getting Weiss back, essentially canceling out that whole trade. Uh, yeah. And then, of course, people bring up the Alsner contract. Well, at the time, and God, there's going to be a guy on, I'm kind of, I'm quoting a guy on Twitter that I can't remember who the hell it is, so I cannot take credit for this. It is not an original mm -hmm. thought. There we go. But at the time, Alsner, when we picked him up, was like one of the highest touted UFAs. Yes. And then he yep. fell off a fucking cliff. Yes. Like a boulder. And unfortunately... We're not psychics. Nobody's psychic. We didn't know. Yup. Bergman did his goddamn beefy best. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Beefy. Eh. And also, interesting to note, Jake Gardner is, oh my god, a little bit on the old side. He's 29 <laughs> years old. He's going to be 30 oh, he, next. Really? Yeah, yeah, he's an older fella. So that, like, throws another shoe into the mix. Because mm. if we sign him, we're going to have to sign him <laughs> to years on the contract. Because he's going to be looking for a place to 
you know, play until lift. he can stop playing. Yeah. Yep, a shoe, yeah. I was like picturing like a, a bunch of men in suits like talking and there's a pile of shoes in the middle and then yeah. every time somebody like has an idea throwing a shoe. they have to throw a shoe in. Well, I just think yeah. of um, Austin Powers and uh, Random Task. <laughs> the villain Random Task, oh, which is God. such a yes. great name for Odd Job. <laughs> <laughs> he was my associate Random Task. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he throws oh, a shoe. Oh God! Austin Powers is like, who throws a shoe? Honestly, a shoe into the mix. So that's, that's what that's what was going through my head that's when I said that. Austin Powers. What's that? That's from the second Austin Powers. No, is it? Isn't it? I thought it was the first one with the fembots. Mm, Googling. That's... I think the second one. Veronica. <laughs> right. Well, is, isn't the name, isn't the girl's name Veronica in that too? Yes. Yes. <laughs> isn't it? Isn't that funny? No, is that's the Elizabeth Hurley one. Yeah. Right? Oh, of course. I she type was in, in the first one. Of course, I type okay, in. Okay, so I put in random task Austin Powers. And an odd job up was, pops up. Yeah, and he's in prison. <gasps> <laughs> oh Whoa. my god, I love it. That makes Oh yeah, Joe Sun. Oh for life. Holy shit. Holy crap. Okay. Oh my god, his name is odd job. We are done talking about the Habs. We're now going to talk about Joe Sun, the the actor who portrayed Random Task in Austin Powers. What happened? Felony vandalism. Blah, 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 Vandalism? Blah, blah. Torture? <gasps> voluntary Ooh. manslaughter? Oh, Ooh, that'll do it. This is some bad stuff. Oh, there's a lot worse than that. Okay, I'm, I'm, I found somebody that has to do with James Bond instead of random task. Well, yeah, it's odd job. Okay, Joe's son? Yes, and he's, it's, mm -hmm. I kind of don't okay, want to. Okay, I get it. Random task, yes! odd job. Random okay. task, odd job. Yes! <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> you were wondering why I was getting cracking up over that? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, my God. So, no, okay. he's, um, Joe. Torture? Yeah, Joe. No, no, there's a lot in here that we should not mm. get into at all. No, 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 no. 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 Mm -mm. He's so, a bad, <gasps> bad, bad man. Bad man. Bad man. No. Bad, 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 bad. Wow. Yeah. Ooh, I thought. I'm kind of surprised that didn't, uh, you know. That isn't more widely known. Right. Yeah, I guess he was in the first one. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. All right, that's it. IMDb. Okay, I'm now bad at we remembering are, movies. We are over our time, but I got to figure this out now because now I'm pissed. <laughs> Where the hell is it? Random task. How did we get there? Shoes in the mix. Yep, that's yeah. my bad. Um, Gardner. So we don't think a president is done. Zoe? But who the hell knows what he's going to do? Why is this so hard to find? What are you looking for? I'm trying to see if he was in the first or the second movie. He was in the, uh, which one, the which first one is one. International Man of Mystery. That's the first one. Okay, yeah. so he was in the first one. Knew it. I, obvious. I, I forgot the joke entirely because I have seen that movie before more than once. So But good. not recently. Have you seen that new, um, <sighs> it looks really good, the Brad Pitt movie? Oh, the Tarantino one? Yeah. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Yes. I am, mm, this is going to be a conversation for after we record, oh, okay. but yes, mm -hmm. I do want to see it with reservations, because Al Pacino is also in that. Yes! Al Pacino, Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio, um, Margot, etc., etc., uh, whatever her name is. Robbie. Yeah. Robido or whatever. Yeah. Robbie. Robbie. Yes. Margot Robbie or Robbie Mar Margot. Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. Anyways, we are over time. It is. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh.